episode 7. No? No. Actually, I'm not sure. Episode 8? Welcome back to Where the Fuck Am I? This is episode 8 and I am in Brussels in Belgium, which wasn't originally on the list, but we're here. However, (laughs) there's a lot of interesting things that have happened. I've been here for one day, not even one full day, one half day. Been interesting already, but we're going to backtrack. Basically, the past few days have been quite funny. I'm so excited to record that episode, but we need to backtrack to the south of France, Barcelona and Madrid. So last time I talked to you guys, I was in Barcelona, but I never covered what Cannes was like. I think it's Cannes. But people here have been saying cans when I talk about it. I don't know, but I'm just going to keep saying can and hope for the best. Basically, I was just about to leave my hostel room. I showered, got ready to go out for the day, and then I realized there was no one in the room. And I figured record a podcast episode because you do not get alone time when you're staying in hostels. So the minute the hostel room is empty, normal people would just have a nice, like, relaxing to themselves time. But me, I'm like, all right room empty, record podcast, hope that nobody walks in for the next 20 minutes. Anyways, the last episode you listened to, I was feeling shit to say the least. I've been having, I don't know, some places I've traveled to just give me this vibe and it's not good. Like I was speaking to my mom about it and I was like, I think I'm just so in tune (laughs) with the earth and all the countries. (laughs) Oh, this is so stupid. Um, Basically, I just some places I don't vibe with and like there's nothing wrong with the place, I don't think. It just puts me in a weird mood. It was the same when I was in Amsterdam. I only stayed there for one full day and I was just not happy there. I think that's somewhere you really need to go with a group and not solo. But regardless, I am in Belgium now and I'm feeling better than ever. I was so shocked at how much I am enjoying Belgium. I'm only staying in Brussels and not exploring the rest, but I just wanted to preface I'm not in that little depresso sad mood anymore we are good good energy so backtracking can there's I don't know can was a really I went with my boyfriend's family so it was like a little family holiday um we had an airbnb on like the main restaurant strip which oh my god it was such a vibe but I don't really can I don't really know It was like during the mornings, no one was out like till like 12 p.m. And then everyone like went out to get food. But the nightlife would go on for so long. And I didn't realize how much of a nightlifey place that was. But we didn't experience any of the nightlife. We were more doing the typical daytime family, going to the beach, walking around, having food. Like we didn't do any of the nightlife stuff, which I would love to go back to the south of France and like see if there's any like beach clubs and stuff. Because I would have loved to do that, but it just wasn't the wasn't the vibes at the time. But I think my favorite thing about Cannes was the beach clubs. So basically, all along the beach, there's a public beach that you don't have to pay for, or there's these private beaches. Now these private beaches, <laughs> they're like restaurants, and then like they have the day beds out the front, and you can go and sit in the restaurant, and you know, buy a meal, buy some drinks, like whatever. They don't make you pay for a table. However, if you want a day bed, you are meant to rent it out. But here's the thing. David's mum, shout out to you, Joy. She wasn't having any of that. (laughs) And basically, we just finessed our way 
It's kind of like a fake it till you make it kind of scenario. She basically just finessed her way to one of the beds that was open, would put all her stuff down and then we'd all follow along, put our stuff down and just act like we'd been there the whole day. And we only got caught out once and that was because the parents weren't there yet. It was just me, David and his sister and his younger sister. So me, David, his two sisters, one of them is, oh God, oh no, I think she's nine. Don't sue me if that's wrong. I'm so sorry. Um, and then Natanya, who's my age. And Natanya <laughs> was in charge of securing a bed. But she chose the one. We had like these big inflatable rings too. So we weren't inconspicuous. It was very obvious. And she chose the beds that were right next to where the, um, like the kiosk where they like make you pay. And like they have like this sheet with all like the beds that are booked out and whatnot. And immediately, literally within two seconds, they were like eyeing her up and down and they were like, you know, you have to pay, blah, 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 blah. And then, so she came back, she she got caught. They haven't kicked us out, like they didn't kick us out or anything. She just acted like, oh, I didn't know. David's mum comes in, immediately goes and sits down, gets a bed and happy days. I feel like it's just one of them mum things, you know. Mums who can just put their mind to anything, they'll get it. Like, it was just one of those things. But it was just so nice. Like they had like nice house music playing in the background and there were the beds you can lie on, you can get drinks, you can get food, you can just swim and it's like not super crowded and the water was just like beautiful, absolutely beautiful temperature. But that's pretty much what we did every day. The sunsets were incredible. There was like this little, um, what do you call it, like lookout point that you could walk up to where the sunsets were just so gorgeous I think I posted some pictures of it and it was honestly if you like want a holiday like that's it didn't feel like traveling as such it just felt like a holiday so I highly recommend the south of France but you really do have to stay in Airbnbs or hotels there's not really much of a hostel cheap budget traveler vibe like it is expensive you can definitely make it more expensive than it is like there's some freaking huge yachts like expensive restaurants like you can definitely tell who's walking around and who's like rich rich but yeah I would love to go back to the south of France I really want to go to like Nice and Marseille and just like kind of do a whole thing but I'd really want to go back with friends or I don't know like a group of people and just have that holiday kind of vibe I genuinely think that's, like, all we did. I can't think of anything super interesting. Not that that isn't interesting, but you know what I mean. I can't think of anything, like, nothing went wrong. Besides the fact that there was no Wi-Fi in the Airbnb, which was a bit depressing. And there was no aircon in our room and it was so hot. But besides that, that's, like, only minor things. So that was a successful trip. And I didn't encounter, everyone always says the French are really rude, but I didn't encounter, like, there was nothing that stood out to me where I was like, oh, that person was, like, really rude or annoyed or that kind of thing. So, I don't know, good job, good job, Can Gets a 8 out of 10 for me. Okay, next after Can, I left the boyfriend's family and I embarked on the rest of my solo travels so it is all solo now up until Croatia where my family friends are going to be and the first solo stop was Barcelona which 
as you already know, I was not having a good time. At first I thought it was like because I just went from being with people to being solo. But after my experience in Amsterdam as well, I genuinely think it is just some places like I just don't feel at home or like feel comfortable in. I'm not sure. The hostel I stayed at Safe Stay. Safe Stay? There's like two of them, but there's one that's like Safe Stay Gothic. And this one was Safe Stay Passage de Gracia? I don't know. Something along those lines. It was, I don't know, it wasn't the best hostel I stayed in. Definitely stayed in better. It was expensive for what you were staying in. Barcelona was very pricey. And it just wasn't. The shower was tiny, the beds were tiny. Some of the beds didn't have ladders on the top bunks and like the vibes were just off. So I was only there for a few days, but even the sightseeing, like first of all, everything was under construction, which if you're in Barcelona, a lot of the stuff to do and see is, I forget the name, but it's like all architectural based really. And I just... I would just like walk like half an hour to these places like the La Sagrada Familia, I think is how you say it. And I just look at it, it's like half under construction and you're just like, okay, cool. Like maybe it would have been better if I went inside, but I just didn't want to pay the money when it was just, I don't know, I was just disappointed by everything in Barcelona, which is really sad because I honestly think it is a good place. I think maybe I'd need to go with friends or I'm not too sure. I was just... I don't know like all the construction really takes away from the architecture because I went to the cathedral like the Barcelona cathedral and you walk up and it's just got plastered on it a huge Samsung Galaxy advert and it just makes you I don't know it you can't transport yourself back to like the history of it because there's a freaking cell phone just staring at you in the face But I don't think I got the best taste of the city when I was there. And I think I just, the vibes were just off. But hopefully, maybe I'll go back one day because there's more of Spain that I really do want to see. I didn't know where to go next from Barcelona until I asked my friend Macy, who I met online through TikTok, where she was going to be. And she was like, Madrid. And I was like, bitch, I'm in Spain. Let's go. (laughs) So... I booked Madrid. We stayed at a place called The Hat. And if you go to Madrid, I highly recommend staying at The Hat. The rooms are so luxurious. It was honestly such a vibe and it was so social. There was like free sangria and pub crawls and the staff was so nice. It has a little rooftop area, breakfast for five euros, like 10 out of 10. And the first night of Madrid, we went on a pub crawl, which was so much fun it was 20 euros so it was like kind of pricey and mind you the club slash the bars we went to were not the best like literally at one of them it was so quiet the music and I went up to the DJ and I was like please can you turn it up and he pulled me up to the onto the decks and like the stage and he showed me and it was like redlining so basically what that means is the speakers like it was already too loud like he could not go any louder And then in other places, the song suggestions, which is not song suggestions, the song choices, which is so funny and like random, like they kind of, uh, what's the word? They just had like normal songs and then turned it into like the Spanish version or like, I don't know. It was, 
like not language wise, but like the backing tracks just had a bit of Spanish groove to them or like just the transitions. Like I think they went from Bohemian Rhapsody to Losing It by Fisher and just, I don't know, but we were with such a fun group of girls that we met at the hostel that night. And the best thing ever when you're going on a night out, I think, is if you meet people that have the same humour as you and aren't taking it too seriously. Like, we were just, like, crying of laughter at some points during the night, just at some song transitions, like, nothing even that funny. And the vibes were just so high. We were all super tired by the end of it, though, and we crashed when we got back to the hostel. And then the next the next night, the next morning, sorry... We did a three-hour walking tour, which at first we were like, three hours, like, that sounds like a lot, but honestly, it went by so quick. The tour guide, shout out to you, I think it was Giovanni, he was so full of energy and honestly made it go so fast because of, like, how energetic and funny he was. And I highly recommend, like, that was the first walking tour I've done of a city, and I think it's a really good idea. At first, I was a bit like, eh walking tour like I can just walk around myself but it really like points out things that you never would have known yourself so I'm gonna try and do that a lot more I haven't done one in Belgium yet so maybe I'll see if I can do one but and they're free so you basically just tip at the end the tour guide however much you feel like they deserve basically which for a reference I think we tipped him 15 euros and he was like a really good one so that's kind of like something to base it off but after that tour what did we do I think we just went back and had a nap oh no we went and got tacos there's this place in Madrid if you go you have to get them they're like one euro tacos like so cheap they were really really yum and like I have eating issues (laughs) where I hate eating food that like I don't even know what's in it like basically things like tacos and things like burritos where they just put a bunch of stuff in it and you don't know like I prefer to know exactly what's in it or for everything to be like separated and even I ate them and I enjoyed them so that's saying something but yeah we went and ate there with some people that we met on the tour and then I think after that we just walked around did some shopping went back to oh I got the cutest skirt from Stradivarius I think it was from just a side note if Stradivarius is like one of my new favorite stores I wish they had it in Australia but um, yeah, we just went back, had a nap, and then I think we went out, oh yeah, we went out to this stock market bar, me and Macy, which is basically like the drink prices change based on how popular they are, like how the stock market prices changes, which it was really cool. The only thing is the like vibes at the bar, we were hoping we'd like meet people, maybe some locals and like make some friends, but we didn't meet anyone, which was kind of sad, like the vibes weren't very social. So we just went back to the hostel, sat at the rooftop bar with the friends we made from the pub crawl and then said goodbye to them because they were leaving and that was that. was that. The next day as well, oh, was that the same? No, yeah, the next day. Maybe I've got the days muddled up, I don't know. Just bear with me. One of the days, I went and got two tattoos from a place called Pandora Tattoo. I basically just googled fine line tattoos Madrid. They have honestly exceeded my expectations I love them so I got a little dog um which is in honor of Bailey it's not like a I didn't get Bailey tattooed on me my dog at home 
but it's just a little cartoon dog that does remind me of Bailey. I saw it on Pinterest and I immediately thought of him, so I got that tattooed. Um, It's very basic. It's just like a very small cartoon dog. And then I also got this teddy bear tattooed, which, again, isn't a drawing of my teddy bear. However, my teddy bear basically looks exactly the same with the little hearts on the feet and everything. So that was also... Like, both of them I'm so happy with. When I rocked up at the shop, the guy didn't speak a word of English. We had to communicate through Google Translate. So I was, like, slightly concerned because, you know, communicating with a tattoo artist about something that's about to be permanently on your body through Google Translate is a bit scary. But he, the tattoo artist was so nice. He was such a vibe. He was so friendly. And... Um, he did such an amazing job at communicating, especially because I kept changing my mind about the placements as well. <laughs> but the only word that we really both knew was like, in Spanish, perfect is like perfecto or perfecta. And so we just kept using perfecto, perfecta, perfect, like perfect as our like way to say yes. And I walked out of there so happy. The tattoos were 70 euros each. It was a 70 euro minimum per tattoo which like it's obviously not like oh my god that's so cheap but it's not expensive considering prices in Australia so I would so go back there again I told him that I would go back if I'm ever in Madrid and I'm not joking I will but I'm really happy about the additions because they're on my arms where I can see them all my tattoos so far is on the back of my arm the back of my neck and on like the side of my body so I I never see them but these ones I can look at and I'm kind of just obsessed I just keep staring at them but yeah, let me think. Is there anything else from Madrid? Oh, the the thrift shopping, vintage shopping in Europe in general actually, but in Madrid as well. Honestly, like everyone in Europe does not have an excuse for not shopping secondhand. Everyone in Europe should shop secondhand. The options they have are incredible at these shops. If you live in Perth, you know, we have op shops, secondhand shops that is You have to sift for hours to find anything half decent and you're so lucky if you do. And then we have the vintage shops like in the city where they take the good stuff from the op shops, up price them by like a hundred times the price it should be and make you pay that. In Europe, they have secondhand shops everywhere and they are not overpriced and the clothes in there are incredible and I'm honestly considering getting a second suitcase. Like, because... It just makes me so sad. I was in a shop in Amsterdam. Well, I was in a shop in Amsterdam, and I was almost crying. I was tearing up because I was thinking, I don't have this when I go home. Like, I don't get a full rack of vintage jeans or shorts or skirts or honestly vintage overalls like the Levi's and denim overalls. I don't get this. The jackets. Oh my god, the leather jackets. Oh, to die for. I think I'm going to wrap it up here. I feel like I've covered most things that I can really think of. My friend Eliza gave me some feedback and she thought it was a good idea that at the end of every episode I do like a little thing I learnt, travel tip, kind of, I don't know, just like a wrapping up. I guess maybe something I learnt or some advice to give that's in relation to the episode. So I'm going to start doing that. I'll try and come up with a name for it. But I think the travel tip for this episode would be, or travel advice, is 
don't be afraid to put yourself out there and make friends. I met Macy, who I was in Madrid with, on TikTok. And after not going to Italy with her because I had COVID, I wasn't too sure if we were actually ever going to like see each other or hang out. But the minute I found out she was going to be in Spain, I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to go and hang out with her and I had such a good time like you just meet so many people when you put yourself out there and that's one thing I struggle with obviously I think I talked about it in the last episode like being introverted and not putting yourself out there but like when we went on the pub crawl at first I was a bit like shy and nervous like when we met the other girls that we ended up hanging out with I was so shy and Macy was really doing most of the talking (laughs) because they were German and they had stuff in common but By the end of the night, I was just having so much fun and, like, the girls that we met who were from Germany, like, I might go see in Germany and you just make these connections that honestly could last a lifetime, like, you never know. So, that's my travel tip of the day is put yourself out there and just make the friends. The worst that can happen is they reject you or, like, they don't actually keep in contact or they don't, whatever, but at least you know if you've tried and you've put yourself out there, then like that's all you can really do but yeah so can great for holiday vibes Barcelona need to go back and have a second shot give it a second chance because Barcelona and I were not vibing and Madrid honestly so much better than I expected such a beautiful place and would highly recommend going But yeah, that is all for this episode that wraps it up. I'm so excited for the next episode where I can tell you about Amsterdam and here there's some funny things that have happened. But you're just going to have to wait for the next episode because we're at 25 minutes and that's over the... I almost just dropped my phone. That's over the time limit. So I love you all and I will see you next time. Bye.